Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? You're pseudo-forgiven. Okay. I might let you kiss me later. <laughs> and filling in for Paula, producer Dub. We almost didn't have a show, peeps. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode... 218. I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> you had to look. I'm like, what is it? It's episode 218. This is the ugly truth. Normally, this would be me, Jamie, with one of my sisters, usually Paula. But this week, Paula is moving to a new house. And so, producer Dub, our producer, is sitting in. Ugh. Ugh. So, welcome to the show, producer Dub. Hi, um, thanks. You've been making an appearance a little too often for, <laughs> for most of our tastes. Don't because... blame me. Blame your sisters. <sighs> Seriously. And I'm so annoyed at Stephanie right now, my other sister. I reached out to her a week ago and she literally ignored the request yeah, well, to come on the that's show. Also known as no thank you, but She's I don't want to tell you. She's gonna have no, a gajillion you. excuses why she couldn't be on the show, mm. and I'm gonna have to just say, Okay, no big deal, even though it's annoying because it's like you're I, fun on the you're, show, but yeah, apparently you're, you're gonna send her the link to this show and go, Do you do you see <laughs> what I had to deal with because you wouldn't come on the show? Yeah. That's what happens. It's my one opportunity to not do something with you is this show. Actually, this is one of those cases where we probably knew pretty well in advance that this was going to happen, knowing yes. that Paula was, you know, and things yes. like that. And, Absolutely. and we waited, you know, we were trying to wait for Stephanie and so on and so forth. And, you know, but I think uh, one of the things that we've been doing the last couple of days that I've noticed is we went out to dinner the other night <laughs> or we're sitting on the deck and we're constantly starting to talk about something like, like no, 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 shut Let's talk about this on the show. Let's talk about it on the show. (laughs) So Yeah. The last thing you want to do is blow your wad at a dinner instead of behind the mic, right? Word. Right. Okay. So before we get started, everyone knows we're married. I think. Well, if you Uh, listen regularly, you know. But if you don't, we're married. We are. As if you couldn't tell. (laughs) I think that if you don't know who we are and you hear producer Dub's voice, it's clear that he has a radio background. Now, he may not be like a, you know, thing where oh, he's God, been doing no. this forever, no. but you've been in radio. How long have you been in radio from the time that you started interning until yesterday? My very first on-air job was December 88 was the first time I went on the air. Okay, so, I know, but before so that's, that. Uh, so it, it's 30 years. It's 30 it, yeah. freaking years. Yeah. yeah, it's I was either going to school or DJing or whatever mm-hmm. at bare minimum at that long, but my first my first time cracking the mic on an actual radio station was yes. December 88. What what was the radio station? K100. Where is it? It was in uh, Mar- the physical station was in Marysville, so it's a kind of a suburbish thing of between Chico and Sacramento. California? Yes, in California. Yes. yes. And what, now from what I recall you telling me, okay, it was in a bomb story. shelter. <laughs> what was your DJ name? Uh, Alex Knight. And how did that come about? Okay, so I was going on the air for the first time. Right before I went on the air, I did it. Uh, you know, the night guy was there, and this was my, like, trial. I was going to go mm. on the air from, like, 11 to midnight or some ridiculous. One whole hour? Well, well, the station, <laughs> this is how small the station was. It went off the air. We turned it off at oh. midnight. <laughs> um, I actually, this is a side Switch story. Before I go back to my name, this is a side story, but... 
there was one night where the weekend morning person had called in sick and I was doing the night gig the night before. So the program director called me and said, hey, can you do the night shift, turn the station off and then come back and do the morning shift the very next morning when you turn it on at like 6 a.m. or whatever. So what, did, I mean, did you just spend the night? Literally slept in the studio. I did the hours, and but, but I didn't sleep very well because I was worried that like 10 o'clock would roll around and I'd still be sleeping on the couch, you know, um, and forget to turn the station on. But That's uh, funny. anyway, but yeah. So, oh, so my name came, well, first of all, because it was all Back to the Future time, and I loved Michael J. Fox, and his character on Family Ties was Alex. Right. So I, that's where I got the name Alex. So I actually knew the first name. Well, for, the guy actually told me, he goes, why are you so worried about your name? If you suck, you just change it tomorrow. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> that's you know? true. And that was back in the day where nobody, nowadays it's not as common, but back in the day, nobody used their real name you, on the air. You had a DJ name. Everybody had a DJ on name. Air on air personality. On air personality. And actually, if you think about some of your favorite on air voices, a lot of them do not use their actual given name. No. They have a, it's almost like Hollywood where there's already, there's already a, an actor named uh, Jim Carrey, so you're going to have to come up with something else. Right, right. You know. So I yeah. knew, I was like, well, I'll use Alex, but literally 10 minutes before I'm going on the air, I have no idea what else I'm using. So I'm flipping through records, mm-hmm. actual 45s, yeah. just looking at names. Not necessarily the singer names, just any name. Anything. Like producer, like anything, right? And came across this one that I think the guy's last name was Terry I think it was Terry Knight or something like that I right. can't remember and I go oh Knight with a K that sounds cool I'll use that Alex Knight and, and it so, stuck right and it stuck I used it for my whole on-air career I how never long was your on-air my... career really I probably did eight years that's a long time yeah I mean I was never like I had my own shows the nights and weekends right. I was never what I didn't do full-time on air until I became part of a morning show were which you was more of a, of a more than a, a board op though at the morning show? Anywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh for sure. So you no, had no, no. a shift. It just wasn't like yeah, well, I didn't have... morning or evening where yeah, they were Yeah, I was not the afternoon guy. I never got yeah. that far. Um, in right. fact, I actually made... I probably could have, but I made the conscious decision not to go that far. Because uh-huh. back in the day, you were you either had to be a DJ superstar, if you will. Like, right. you had to go to LA. You had right. to go somewhere big. And I didn't want to do that. But I loved the industry, so I started kind of getting into promotions and sales and stuff well, so I could actually make money. I was going to say, in. I think the money, the money is, is money is ultimately for most people. Actually, now that I think of it and I'm not, I don't consider myself a greedy person. I just consider myself a provide. I want to provide for myself, for my family and you know, things like that. So I think now that I think about it, money has actually caused me to cut short two things that I really love. Baseball and... I stopped playing baseball at 15 because I wanted to get a job. Dumb. Stupid. So dumb. Stupid move. That was probably my... You you know that. Yes. I've told you my biggest regret ever is probably... Not ever, but like as a kid, my right. biggest regret was going to work too early and giving up full-time sports. And then the other one is cutting the DJ thing short because I actually wanted to, you know, eat and live and do those things. So Well, you know what? You, you're not as artistic as you are... Yeah, I'm a little more it, mathematical than Well, it's than not that you're artistic, not it's but. not well although you really do appreciate you appreciate music and you appreciate Dr. Oh, Dre. Oh well I yeah. <laughs> I oh I love the creative side of things. I just I'm I'm not that good at it. I think being I an on air voice is creative though. I yeah. think it takes like I mean I didn't know you when you were doing your on-air work, mm-hmm. but the way you're, you're in flux and the way you right. use your voice, clearly you were yeah. on the air for a while. Right. I sound like a hysterical chicken. That's not true. Yes, I do, because I didn't have that 
training like you do. So <laughs> I'm like, that's what I chicken. sound like all the time. You sound like so. you sound like Ed the hyena. <laughs> <laughs> yes. From Lion King. Yes. yes. Ed. So anyway, so welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks. for filling in. That was a brief but long <laughs> biography of your short-lived career as an yeah. on-air Hopefully DJ. Because now DJ doesn't that. even mean DJ anymore. Now it's now it's uh, clubs and on-air Vegas talent, and air personality, yeah, EDM, and you know. And what's funny is that's that's what I started out as. That's I mean I, I was never like that level, I was but like, like you playing at parties, shut yourself playing down at there, parties, get your mind and right. having you a turntable, like things that. like that. But I was never you were a not mixer. Snoop. No, no, well. <laughs> No. Listen, we've been watching a lot I've of met the, Snoop. We've been watching a lot of the Defiant Ones documentary, oh. so we're really okay. I am really in the know right now as far as <laughs> Death Row Records and Interscope, and, and all I of start that. naming off stuff. Um, Speaking actually, of, that is such a great uh, documentary. Apparently, so it's only a four 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 part series. Part series, and we're only we're starting part three yeah. with Eminem. The Defiant Ones. I'm so excited. On HBO. HBO. Um, Hobo. Actually, not that we needed it, but as vindication that it is very well done and. Anthony Bourdain is like that Why is one of the best yes. documentaries out there right you now. You know what so. it is too? It's because people who are considered the black sheep, mm. they love shit like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do yeah. because it's like there is nothing about that story that should have been successful. Right. Okay. So going on to the next thing really quick because now next week is Comic-Con, which you yes, and I went to. We did a but couple years ago. This week, and I'm sure it's timed on purpose, is D23, which is the Disney convention. Now, I find that repulsive because I I love Disney to a degree, but now they are more than just Mickey Mouse. Now they've got Marvel, they've got Star Wars, and their own, you know, Pixar and all this other stuff. So this D23 convention that goes down in Anaheim Mm -hmm. is becoming basically like a Comic-Con for another genre. Yeah, it used to be this thing where, like, this is where we're announcing all the new collectibles right. and one or two movies would get announced. And, right. The and, Diamond and, Collection and on some, DCR, yeah, everyone. And, yeah. And That's some, what something, <clears throat> you know, like, yeah. you know, Bambi on Blu-ray is coming out. <laughs> ah, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. So it wasn't it's not like that anymore. Yeah. It was really for the super fanatics, right? Like of Disney, like yeah. traditional Disney. Right. But then, you know, then it gets a little bit more when... Well, they're buying up Pixar. all these franchises. And Pixar was kind of the start of that. It actually, like, oh, something right. exciting is happening. And now, I mean, it's Marvel, everything. Star Wars, it's well, like I'm a just whole wondering, thing. Is it one of those... Which is why those companies have stopped going so much to Comic-Con, by the way. Well, they, they don't have do as now. much because... So. Well, interestingly, I'm wondering, is, is this going to be one of those mecca trips where you go to D23 and mm-hmm. then you just drop drive or travel to San Diego and you do Comic-Con. I'm sure a lot of people do it. And it's just two weeks of reckless geek abandon and you're just like you can't even stand yourself. It's just so much just so much nerding out on the stuff that you love, right? Right. So there was some pretty cool announcements that that they've made. The the biggest one that you're really excited about is the new Star Wars land in Disneyland because you're from the era of nine-year-old boys who watched (laughs) Star Wars back in the day. So now this is like... Seven for the record. You were? Oh, so you're even older than that. Seven so this or eight. is really exciting for you. Um, <laughs> so it's what's the name of the Star Wars land at Disneyland it's a now? Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Okay, so Galaxy's in, in Edge. Both, in both Florida and Anaheim. Yes, but we give zero fucks about Florida. Yeah. So we're well, just only going to talk things. about Anaheim. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. That's just the way I'm. I'm sorry. Okay. I just can't. Okay. I, I can't I do it. I understand. I understand. I'll never go there. 
If you want to go there, you're on your have own. A, they're going to have a Tron thing. Now. You're going on your own. <laughs> I will not do that. All right. I went there once. I've never I been, did. so it's okay. Well, you know what? You have a lot of kids who would be happy to go with <laughs> I'm you. I'm sure. There's a lot of them that would be happy to go with you. I know. Okay, so what was cool about this whole thing is it's like they're trying to do this full immersion feel, mm-hmm. which is new. You know, it's not – other other parts of Disneyland aren't like that. Now, California Adventure has parts that are like that where it's full immersion. Right, Where right. you go in, you're like, oh, my God, I'm really in a Bugs World or right. whatever. Well, yeah, because Disneyland itself is – themed lands but it's about the rides that are in those in those lands right. it's not i mean toontown which nobody goes to anymore is a right. is a you know but everything old disneyland is all you just walk in yeah. and you're like there's the sign okay yeah. we're going into frontier land right, right, there's right. the you know the gunslingers and stuff yeah woody's there but now this is a completely different way of doing it which yeah. you're going to walk in and you're going to feel like or you're you're gonna feel like you're walking into a literally yeah, that's a galaxy. Why, that's why they're calling it Galaxy's Edge because it's basically this spaceport, right? Right. That's on the edge of the galaxy. That that everything is full. It's kind of like when we went to Harry Potter. The whole mm-hmm. idea that Do you think they'll have weird food and stuff. Oh yeah. Like, no. Okay. Well, really? I was gonna tell you that in the original, which would be Episode Four, so the original Star Wars from '77, Star Wars: A New Hope. Okay. Uh, okay. So <laughs> uh, there's a scene that Luke, uh, Luke, young Luke Skywalker, is with his aunt and uncle, and he's complaining about being on the planet and wants to go fight the Empire and everything. And they're having breakfast, and he has blue milk. Like mm. it's, we assume it. I mean, that's what everybody calls it is blue milk. Nobody knows what it really was, but it was breakfast. It looked like milk, and it was blue. Well, apparently, you're going to be able to drink blue milk at this thing. So I have absolutely zero I, recollection I, 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 of blue milk. I okay. I, I'm not saying uh, that it doesn't exist. I'm just telling I'm just you, it's so that it's everyone. It's, so there's going to be a bunch of forty-year-olds in line drinking eating, blue drinking milk. Blue. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know how hot it is at Disneyland and I, drinking blue I, milk. That's going to be a very poor. Who knows choice. if it's even milk? I mean, it's, it's it'll be just like be some drink, right? It'll be some weird. It's going to be thing. something dairy-based, and it's going to be a hundred degrees, yeah. and you're going to have a bunch of forty-year-old dads going, "Why did I have the blue milk?" Yeah, that's what's so going to happen. It'll be a novelty thing for sure. Yeah, for one day, and you'll yeah. be like, Bleh. "Don't do the blue milk." Don't do the blue milk. It's kind of like the butterbeer thing. It's a Harry Potter world. Yeah, exactly. So let me think. So the only other thing that I found of interest was the uh, Mary Poppins. They showed uh, Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins, which I thought was really cool. She looks really pretty, too. And then Mary Poppins um, Returns. The Wreck It Ralph movie's coming out, and I could care less about Wreck-It Ralph. Um, and then they did the big Avengers reveal, which everyone's excited about, yep. having the Guardians of the Galaxy mesh with Thor yep. and mesh with Spider-Man and Iron Man and that whole giant explosion of right. superheroes. And they did. They also so that announced should be exciting. A bu- so the big, obviously the big trend now, especially off of the success of, of uh, Beauty and the Beast and Jungle Books, is live action versions of their oh, animated movies, right? So right. they're doing... And this one's not truly live action, but Lion King. So they showed. I don't know why they're doing that. They showed the circle of life scene that everybody saw. Um, Now they're talking Will Smith is the genie in a live action Aladdin. They're doing a live action. So a lot of live action stuff is being worked on. Well, we'll see. We'll see if that is worth anything. And then, you know, they they got some other stuff too. Uh, So did you see? This was my favorite one that was funny. And I was like mad that it had never been done before. So. Florida, again, I know we're not talking about Florida, but is a huge complex. It's not like Disneyland. You can't walk it. Yeah, they it even is, have alligators there. Yeah, so. You well, can't pet them, I, but. I, obviously not. You can try. So apparently one of the new modes of transportation are minivans. No. See? They're minis. This They're is what I'm saying. They're completely wrapped like Minnie Mouse. Forget it. <laughs> Could you imagine? No. 
See? That's what I'm saying. This is why we don't go to Florida. People wear Crocs there. Now they're just driving minivans like it's normal and appropriate. No. But but they're cute. They're like little mini mouses. You know what? You married the wrong girl. You married the wrong girl if this is the kind of life you want to live. I'm doing it to fire you up. I'm not going to ride in a damn minivan. Not happening. Listen to me. (laughs) I know you. What? I know you like I know my own self. Okay. And if we went to Disney World... You would get in that fucking van and nope. you would love it. Nope. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. You would do it. I would not. Okay, so moving on because I've I've had my fill. I I'm I'm almost regretful that we brought up D twenty three. Almost regretful because I didn't realize that da, you were going to start da, like sweating da, in excitement. Da, da, da. I'm sweating because we turned the <laughs> air conditioner off in our luscious studio uh, where we record this show because it makes a large and loud sound and it makes it kind of unlistenable sometimes when it's blowing really hard but it's 147 degrees outside so well our producers you know he can only do what he can do yeah we have to make it as easy for him as possible that's what it's all about because you know you pay him so much okay so uh moving along yes there's a couple of anniversaries that i would like to discuss on the show before we get too sick of each other and that is this happy anniversary to our most favorite Master Chef contestant oh, yes. and friend, Nick Nappy. Bar One is one year old in San Diego. If you haven't been, you should go. Yes. We it's need in, to go. Uh, Little Italy. Little Italy in San Diego. And I'm sure they're having a gangbusters week right now. First oh, of sure. all, last, I believe it was a couple of nights ago, was their official one year and they partied super duper hard. And then next week is Comic Con. So they're just going to be like ridic, ridiculously yep. uh, popular. And so if you're heading to Comic Con, please stop into Little Italy at Bar One. Tell them the ugly truth sent you. That would be hilarious. Maybe hilarious. He'll, maybe he'll be like, hey, free fries for you. I he, don't know. He pinged us a couple of weeks ago and asked us when we were coming down. So. I know. We need to get down there. We, we really do. Very soon. Anyway, so, congratulations. happy anniversary. Uh, he does not like to be called chef. He does not believe he's a chef. He's a cook. Yeah. And so. True cooks. True cook. He is a true cook. And he and his wife are fantastic Wonderful humans. People. Just love them so much. Couldn't, couldn't happen to better people. Really? Yeah. Seriously? I mean, he... He's so great. And you know, it's funny when they got married, Mm -hmm. you know, they got married on MasterChef. It was an, it was an episode on MasterChef. In which we appear. In which we appear. (laughs) And that was a couple of years ago. I had the distinct pleasure of meeting the actual MasterChef winner that season, Claudia Sandoval. Mm -hmm. And now I'm friends with her on social media. I've never met. Well, yes, I have met her actually. We hung out backstage. Well, not backstage, but when we were waiting. No, we did. Yes. And which is why we became friends. She is having a fantastic career right now. She's just kicking ass and i take back everything i said about mexican food because she has found a way to make it even more amazing yeah and she's flying all over the country yeah, she's doing all cookbook and appearances and stuff no she wanted to do she didn't do not a restaurant though she right? does not have a restaurant right. but she's but that's doing, what nick wanted to she do. is doing these pop-ups yeah all over the country awesome and she's coordinating with some of the best restaurants in the country to showcase her food and her recipes and all of that and it's just so amazing to see and she's also local san diegan yep yep. so san diegan san diegan whales vagina san San diegans san diegans i I don't think that's correct (laughs) well when in rome when in rome so congratulations to both of them from that season so much success now secondly you and i are celebrating a milestone anniversary this year we are 20 years 20 effing years. Oh, now, we got married when we were mariage. 16. Yeah. We were teenagers. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, so we're only 36. 
No, I'm in my 40 foes. 40 I, foes? I, yeah, I'm, I'm down with it. Hey. On the back half of the 40 foes for it's me. It's better than being dead. <laughs> so that's, for me. That's your, that's your next birthday card. Oops. I'm going to get you a birthday card. So It's going to get 40 foes. Better than being dead. You know what? You would never because you are too mushy. You can't do it. You, I would do it to you, but you wouldn't do it to me. You're always like flowers and 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 beautiful things and butterflies float around God. you all the time. You're my angel. <laughs> that's you. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, 20 years. Yeah, dude, that's a long exciting. time. It is. I I mean, I think I have clothes that are older than that because <laughs> no, I never don't. go shopping. <laughs> you don't shop for yourself. I know. Anyway, so we are going to, uh, we're being pretty predictable, yep. but we're having, we're, I call it our honeymoon because yes. it is something that we've been wanting to do. Probably something we would have done had we not honeymooned in Hawaii, in Hawaii. 20 yep. years ago. Yep. Uh, we, although we didn't even know what wine was 20 years ago. So mm. we're kind of I think we're rookies when it comes to wine personally, but we enjoy the area. So we're Love going it. to the Napa Valley and we're going five stars, first five class, star. VIP, all the way, I, everything. Actually, have we ever, we could count on one hand the amount of times we've stayed the night. Very few. And normally it's with friends or a one-nighter, and but most of our stuff is day trips. So we never, yeah. we never stay for, you know, three, four days nope. and we never roll super first class like no that. it's going to be amazing and yeah. we're going to get spoiled and we're going to see how the celebs live in napa it's right. going to be awesome yeah we five we, star uh, vip accommodations yep the only thing that we can't do which is a super bummer is we can't do french laundry because yeah. it's just impossible to get to into get in. yeah we would have had to make reservations so we missed that window but 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 we're also doing a hot air balloon yes very excited about that all I know is I want to make sure our ducks are in a row. That our wills are signed. Wills, and- <laughs> passwords, bank account things are available to our children. Going so on that a death-defying trip aboard a floating device. When we careen into the electrical lines and die God. a horrible death, that they will have access to the money and to the bills and to whatever to the bills. state information. <laughs> I'm sure they'll love that. No, whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I just want to make sure that they don't go... They told us nothing. We're screwed. You know, we don't do that when we get on a jet, but we're doing it when we get on a balloon. Hey, it's safer to be on a plane than to even drive anywhere. Yeah. Even so, though it scares I mean, that's the what I'm saying. In, in theory, we should be making sure they know where the will is. When we go to the grocery store? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but so this is, I've never been on a hot air balloon. Me neither. And I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm not afraid of heights. No. They don't scare me at all. That's not the scaring part. The scary part for me is, oh, the wind blew us into a, you know, a line and we're going to, you know, explode. That's the thing that scares me. I think the flames scare me. Um, no, they don't scare me at all. I'm not worried about the, the fire. I'm more worried about... I'm excited, though. Something bad happening in us landing. I, okay, so I was listening to Tom Papa. This was like six, eight months ago. Yeah. Tom Papa is a comedian. He has his own podcast. I know he has a show on Sirius, which I did not know, mm-hmm. but he also does the secondary podcast. That's because nobody listens to satellite radio, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> so he uh, took his family to Africa. Mm-hmm. He was doing a corporate gig there, and he decided oh, right, right. he decided, hey, let's all go. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity to go to Africa, right? So they get to Africa and they do a hot air balloon. So they can see the Serengeti. Like a safari type thing, yeah, but, but on then a hot can, air balloon. Yeah. Well, yeah. just so they can see everything. Yeah. And it's I'm sure it's beautiful. You sure. see the animals and the, the brush and the, yeah. the villages of Kilimanjaro people. Kilimanjaro and yeah, sure. All that stuff. Yep. 
had a little mishap. Oh. And their hot air balloon crashed. What? Yes. And it crashed in the brush. Like, like crash or just had to land un, like unscheduled landing? I would say it was an unscheduled crash landing. So, but they didn't like fall out of the basket. They or didn't anything. fall out, but the basket tilted and they fell over. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so they literally fell Holy out. Shit. I mean, they, nobody got hurt. They did have some bumps and bruises, but it wasn't anything significant. But anyway, the scary part was been eaten by a lion. The scary part was they landed near a village of rural people. Eek! And they got out. And these people, he's like, seriously. Came out with spears? Like loincloths and spear type wow. people. And they were looking at us like, who are you? You know, you're unusual. <laughs> and the guide was like, hurry the hell up. Get us out of here. <laughs> oh, you know, they're shit. on the little walkie talkies. <laughs> yeah. He's like, they have these dogs that are frightening. I mean, they were. Hellhounds. He's like, they weren't aggressive, but they were aggressive. Yeah. You know, he's like, and we're just a bunch of white people just standing there like <laughs> assholes going, <laughs> you know, what do we say? How do we say hello? Like, what do we do? Do we need to give them something? Like, how do we? I mean, this can't be the first time these people have seen a hot air balloon, but it probably has never landed. It's never landed. Yeah. They were super curious. I bet. And so I'm just sitting there going, well, okay, that's not going to happen in Napa. No. If we crash land, we're going to land into in some a vineyard. drunky vineyard. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we'll land in a vineyard with a bunch of drunk tasters going, hey, salute! You know, it won't yeah. be anything bad like that. But Nothing still, that can eat you. We just, you're going with an UG, and I'm just concerned that something's going to go awry. We would have to retire ugly and awkward moments if that happened. Because <laughs> you will never top that. No, probably not. You could, like, drop your champagne glass onto someone. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> that would not be funny. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Happens all the time. It Not does really. when you're tasting. So have we learned anything in 20 years of relationship, marriage? It hasn't I, all yeah. been a honeymoon. No, I mean, well, we had some rocky not. times. Anybody that, honestly, anybody that lasts 20 years, I don't know that it could be. Because I feel if it was the same all the time, it would just, it would get boring and people wouldn't last that long. Well, you but. wouldn't, you would, okay, but have we learned anything? Have we learned anything about being together like if somebody was getting married and we actually approved of it yeah what kind of advice what kind of advice would you give the guy don't lie don't lie ever yeah that's a good one well especially if i mean don't lie period but but especially if uh, you're married to an ug because <laughs> oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's not possible it's, i mean it's, it's literally find you out. yeah let's completely actually i have told you the truth and second guessed myself <laughs> because of how you are like oh so here's one this happened the other day is i am in a meeting but it's one of those uh, watching uh, tele a teleconference type meeting so i'm chatting with you and you say to me what are the girls up to like anniversary related like they're doing something like they're like they're I've got them on some sort of mission or so I need them to Aaron to do something because you're like, cause they're acting, they're weird. acting weird and they're yeah. like fake checking in from places and stuff like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't ask them to do anything. Like I, you're like, I'm on, but, but even, even then they're like, yeah, exactly. It's like, Hey, why are they fake Snapchatting to me that they're here when they're really not? And I didn't say that I was questioning where they were going. You must be telling them to be less conspicuous or something. And I'm like, <laughs> I truly didn't do anything, <laughs> yeah. but I started second guessing myself. No, because. I found out what they were, what their covert operation was. Oh, you did? Yeah, they took the cat with them. Oh, that's right. They took the cat to Starbucks. <laughs> what? What kind of person takes a cat to Starbucks? Uh, Kenzie. God, I couldn't. I'm like, Appar what? Apparently, this is not the first time. Oh, not so not just dumb. to Starbucks, but just to general, they take the cat. 
places. I don't know what they're thinking. What the fuck? I don't know what they're thinking. Okay, well, what have <sighs> I? What oh, I have? Oh, so yeah. What have you learned? In twenty years, I have learned to apologize because I'm never. I've never been a big, big fan of apologizing. Mm. And so I have learned to apologize. Yeah, but even even then though, you you do it when you feel you. No, you but need there was to. when like, we it's first like, started I, getting married. When we were yeah. first together, apologizing was was like showing weakness. It mm-hmm. was like a it was like a defeat, mm-hmm. and that's not true in marriage anyway. It's not sure. true. You should be humble enough to apologize to your partner. I think that's one of the number one things is just having a little humility that it's not a, a tug of war. No one's trying to one up you. Like I was raised in a very competitive, hard sure. environment where weakness was apologizing, crying, you know, anything like that was considered you lose. Yeah. And marriage, if you do that with marriage, you will lose. Yeah, it I, will I, not go well. Yeah, I think well, I, two stubborn people all the, that are stubborn all the time is not. It's a not good even that I was. It's not even <laughs> being stubborn. It's just that just recognizing that being being sorry is not meaning yeah. you lost sure. this round. That's good. Sometimes I still feel that way, though. I'll be honest. Yeah. When I apologize and I'm sincerely apologizing, I still feel like yeah, I, I apologize. I lose. Ten times more than you. Of course, I do ten times more things than you do. But <laughs> I totally do. I hate. I I would I would say because you're a dumb boy. Yeah, I know. But I would say that there is <laughs> my best feeling is kisses. My worst feeling is you being mad at me. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Like yesterday, it's the worst thing ever. Like yesterday. Like well, yesterday would be an example. But yeah. yes. Well, I will tell you why I got so I have so learned emotional. from that, though, too. So What? Not just yesterday, but... What? Well, early in our marriage, if you were mad at me... Yes. I always, always made it worse. Oh, yeah. Always. Like, I was in your face, like, like let's. I'm sorry, let's work it out, let's talk, we gotta communicate, we gotta do these things. And I have very much since yes. learned the difference between when something is just serious and when I've just simply pissed you off. Right. And so, like, do the... Because, you know, I, 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 I'll be straight. I, I raised my voice and I should have. I wasn't yelling directly at you, but I was I was no, getting yeah, was, loud and it was no. dumb. But it was but I did it and I apologize for it. It was it was me. You're not going to even let me try to explain why I was upset yesterday. You're just going to sit here and continue talking about no. how sorry you are. No. Let me tell you why I was okay. trying to explain. OK. What the deal was. The deal was this. I came downstairs. I was a, I was super like, hey, let's go to Deonda's and Old Fair Oaks and get a sandwich. That sounds super fun. We could walk over. Then we can stop at the Stockman and get a cocktail. And then we'll walk home. It'll be great. I come down to two totally horrible people. You <laughs> and our daughter, Mackenzie. Furious and, and stressed and angry. I go, hey, what's going on? And you're all, right, right, right. And Mackenzie's like, I don't have any nice things. I'm like, you don't have any nice things. And so... Her phone is jacked, yeah, it was, and it's yeah. because she doesn't take care of it, and she's too like, old to be doing this. Yeah. But you're trying to figure out her phone situation. In the back of my mind, I'm like, just buy the fucking phone. Like, why are we debating over this? You know. But in my mind, I'm like, well, what about my phone? And I'm offering, I am offering my child my <laughs> own cell phone to resolve it, and you two turned on me at the same time and that's why i said you guys are assholes and i threw my phone at you and ran away because i was pissed and i'm like he thinks he made me cry because i'm sad but i am actually furious and i knew you weren't sad makes me so mad when i'm so mad that i cry because i'm a girl there is nothing (laughs) more infuriating to me because that feels like weakness hardcore because no one at work ever would see me cry 
I don't like to let my children see me cry because when my kids see me cry, they start to cry. And I'm like, no, that's not what this is about. But anyway, 10 years ago, this would have been a week long thing. Yeah. And I would would not have spoken to you. Well, (laughs) because, well, yes, true. Because one, apologizing, you know, is a difficult thing for us getting in any kind of argument, right? But mostly because I would have been incessant about fixing it. Like I wanted to fix it right away all the time and sometimes you just have to realize that that that's not the right thing like this is not nobody's breaking up over this right so it's just you just have to give time and no uh, you know admit wrongdoing when it is and yeah i think sometimes even when it's not i think that's the thing you learn is just submission of i fucked up and let's move on with our lives i unfortunately take too long i no i don't take too long but i do like to hold a grudge for a while i do like to do that and it's it's not more it's just more that I take longer to cool down than you. Yeah, it takes me a full twenty four yeah, hours. Yeah, I've yeah. It just does. It yeah. just does. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm just so mad. I'm just like a hornet, just constantly pissed off. Yeah. But then I get over it, and somehow we're still together twenty years later. Yep. Whew. We almost didn't have a show, peeps, because <laughs> we were supposed to record yesterday. <laughs> Hey, Hugs, let's talk Avon. Yes, Avon. We at The Ugly Truth are happy to endorse their products because we use them and we love them. Check out our site for yourself. You'll always find free shipping on purchases of $40 or more. All you have to do is go to The Ugly Truth website, click on the Avon link, and you will be in The Ugly Truth Avon shop. I know you'll find something that you just can't live without. So check it out now. Thank you so much for supporting The Ugly Truth. Bye. All right, so before we go to our ugly and awkward moment of the week, really quick, I wanted to ask you something. Mm-hmm. I This happened, I was going to talk to Paula about it, but I'm kind of curious what you, first of all, this happened in Tennessee. So it would never happen to us, because we, <laughs> we don't live in Tennessee. We would never. Sure. The second reason I know it would never happen to us is because it happened at a vegan restaurant. <laughs> okay. Strike two. Right. <laughs> uh, this this family, the husband and wife, they have like four kids and they run this vegan restaurant out of a, they've converted a craftsman home into a restaurant. And okay. it's very common downtown. Sure, sure. It's not an unusual thing. Yep. So this vegan place, they have children and apparently they think they live in the 60s or the 70s during the hippie era because they let their children run around the restaurant like it's their house. When there are patrons there eating. All right. So this lady was eating her vegan grass clippings. And (laughs) the baby, who's like 18 months old, comes running out of the back naked. No shoes, no diaper, nothing. Just running around free as free could be. And gets up on a table and bends over and shows her his butthole. All right. And she's a patron. She's just trying to eat her goddamn food. First of all, I don't know why you would ever, if you saw a naked baby, I'd get up and leave. <laughs> okay. J- Jamie draws the line at naked babies and eating establishments. I mean, really. Let the record show. Secondly, uh, apparently at some, this is not the first time this baby has done this. There was another time it did it and it pooped on the floor. <laughs> Where are the Yelp reviews on this joint? Oh, it, well, here's the thing. There aren't any anymore. Why? Well, well, I don't know about Yelp, but the Facebook page where all of this shit was going down has been completely cleaned. It's like a brand new Facebook page. What's the name of this place? Oh, I think it's Imagine Vegan or something I'm, I'm, okay, in, I'll, I'll... in Tennessee. Anyway, 
So they started going off on this customer saying, those are my babies. You should not be talking about my family, you know, in that, in those manners. And they're like, dude, your baby's running around naked around strangers. Do you know how unsafe and scary that is? Somebody could just pick that baby up and run out. They're like, that's fine. You go ahead and defend your naked baby running around while strangers are eating their food in your restaurant, and we'll just call health department. I mean, it's got to be a violation. So this kid shit on the floor at some point, and the people that were working there were arguing over who's going to clean it up. It's like, are you serious? So now there was a hashtag butthole gate for a while. It, you know, come and gone now. Oh, this has got to be it. Imagine Vegan Cafe. Yeah, it's got four stars. Memphis, Tennessee. It's got... Four stars, 161 reviews. Yes. I want to see the review where the baby shit on the floor, though. It wasn't. Now, see, can you even see the reviews? Oh, here we go. Active cleanup alert. This business recently made waves in the news, which often means that people come to this page to post their views on the news. While we don't take a stand one way or the other when it comes to these news events, we do work to remove both positive and negative posts that appear to be motivated more by the news coverage itself than the reviewer's personal consumer experience. As a result, your posts to this page may be removed as part of the cleanup process. Right. So there's no reviews. You, so can't, you can't read. So yeah. So yeah. So unless you it was to... you, unless it happened to you and you wrote a review while you were there and that baby shit on your table. <laughs> Didn't shit on the table. It shit on the floor. Whatever. But anyway, the woman, and so they started calling individual reviewers out. They're like, we're going to just call you out. We're going to start with you, Christine. And she's like, go ahead. Your baby showed me its asshole. (laughs) And I'm just sitting there thinking, first of all, that's something that would happen to me. Sure. That is one of those situations in which I would be somewhere and this would happen to me. It's just like when I go to a grocery store or any store and the oldest person on the planet walks up and says, excuse me, do you know where I might find this or that? Yeah, like yesterday when we were at Trader Joe's and that crazy old bat kept following me around and talking to me about her food choices. Do you not recall this lady? I, I saw it. You saw her. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't really. She goes, do you see the parsley? I'm like, oh, well, it's right there. She goes, oh, no, I mean Italian. And I'm like, do I have a Trader Joe's Hawaii shirt on? <laughs> like, I don't work here, lady. I don't know who you are. <sighs> so anyway. She talked to everybody, though, for the record. I watched everywhere she went. She was like, I don't know what kind of person that was. but Thanks for shitting on my point, by the way. <laughs> no, Thank what? Thank you. No, she talked. Thank you. Thank you for making me not feel special. <laughs> so speaking of... I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and go to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Do you have one? Nope. You don't do anything awkward ever, right? Like No, I, I do. Well, yeah, so yesterday, I yelled at my wife. <laughs> that was my ugly and awkward moment. And you, you I suffered. raised my voice to my wife and spent the day downstairs playing video games by myself. By yourself. And we went nowhere until things Did had nothing. calmed down a little bit. Actually, no, I didn't go anywhere with you. I made you take your daughter. Yeah. I refused to go with you anywhere. You did. That was my ugly and awkward moment of the week. <laughs> okay. What was yours? Mine is digital. The other day, you wouldn't know because I deleted it as quickly as I could. Did Uh, you post something stupid? Yes. Okay. Wait, what? Do you think you saw it or something? No, you just said I didn't see it because it went away. No, what happened was this. We have our daughters, and I would consider him a friend of ours, a hairdresser. Yes. Is celebrating 20 years with his husband this week. Oh, right. Just like anything you go, you know, they, they, they announce congrats sure. and it's, you know, I, they, he showed, you know, a picture of their mm-hmm. first date and their last date and it was, it's amazing and you're so happy for them. Sure. And so I 
am on this new thing. Facebook has incorporated the GIF, the GIFs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Where Is didn't. it GIF or GIF? I don't know. You're not even going to take a gander? No, because it never was resolved. The only time I even knew that it could be pronounced both ways, I say GIF. But it, you but, do? Yeah, but the only... The, yeah, well, GIF. because G is, okay, G is a hard G. Right. But the only time I've seen it debated, it was never resolved, and that was on the Big the Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. theory. Okay. <laughs> so, so we'll say GIF. Yes. GIFs are now a way that you can respond to comments on Facebook. It's pseudo new. Sure, sure. Well, you it's just, new to me. Well, you just kind of pull a... Uh, you just search and it brings a bunch in, of different ones. I've yeah. literally typed in everything I'm and sure there's you have. something there. It's so great. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. So I started Thanks, typing Mark in Zuckerberg. happy anniversary, yeah. 20, whatever, because I'm trying to find a really great gift. Something cute. Here's the thing, though. No, they're gay. And so a lot of the gifts seemed a bit too flamboyant and i didn't want it to look like i was making fun would you type in gay anniversary no or, oh, okay no 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 but flamboyant 20, like yeah like it just seemed a little too i don't know like almost i it would it would seem like i was making like, fun okay or something. right so but i wasn't rainbows and flowers and it was yeah. just everything I, and i'm sure i was overthinking it as usual but i was like no i don't I, want that no, you were overthinking <laughs> i don't want to do anything where they go what is she trying to say yeah. that we're fairies? I yeah. mean, like, I didn't want to no, do that. For sure. Well, so, and they know you better than that, but it's it, social media, so it doesn't well, matter. Well, listen, I'm Neil and I had a big discussion about my utter lack of understanding of the gay community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have no problem with it, but I'm just really naive. Yeah. So I can do stuff and it'll be offensive and I would have no idea. Yeah. So anyway. That's not limited to gay people. And he acknowledged that you. that's a real thing. And, that, <laughs> and he was being very kind to me about it. I'm like, thank you so much for not thinking I'm just some kind of blockhead because that's not it at all. Or bigoted or racist no, or anything well, like that. I mean, it's, that's furthest just, thing. Yeah, but, I, but I fully acknowledge that I'm super unaware of how the culture is. And sure. I'm just learning by people people that I meet and they tell me and that's how I figure it out. But anyway, that's not what this is. So because of that, though, because of my lack of understanding, sometimes I don't get it. And so I was trying to find something just benign. And I'm like, well, I could just say happy anniversary. Why do I have to? Why am I doing this? I, I, I agonized over this for like 15 minutes. So finally, I typed in happy anniversary and then I pressed enter. And what happens is the first GIF available is the most popular one trending at the time. And it was a crying Asian child. <laughs> what? And it, On happy anniversary? No. What I, oh, oh, I, I just, just decided that I was just going to say. But the system assumed you wanted the, whatever GIF was the first in line. The system did not. I hadn't closed out the GIF choice. Uh, the gift uh, lineup or whatever. So you were typing on that. So I typed happy anniversary and I clicked enter <laughs> and it typed happy anniversary and a crying Asian child. Oh, well. And I went, well, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> and I was like, how do I delete it? I was freaking out. So I was deleting it and Greg liked it. <laughs> So he saw it, and I went, oh, no. I can't no. wait for that next hair appointment. Well, I mean, I'm hoping that I deleted it, because then I added a different one. I was like, oh, right. my God. I'm just... I, this is what I, this is what I get. Nothing this says happy happy twentieth anniversary for a gay couple like, like a, a crying, crying Asian, Asian baby. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? What is this? Oh my god! It was so uh, embarrassing. But you know good. what? You win. <laughs> well, thank you. I feel like such a winner. Offending Have I ever won? gay couples. I mean, I've only done a couple, but I don't think I've ever won a ugly and awkward. I don't think you have either. Yeah. No. So why would you? Yeah. No, you never win. You'll never win. It's a non-winnable. I don't think you can win if you're not an UG. 
Oh, I don't I know. You I don't probably know could if you qualified. did something, but like, you don't do stuff yeah. that would ever. It would do have anything. an asterisk on it. Mm-mm. Okay, and then the final thing I want to know before we say goodbye, and if you've come this far, thank you so thank much you. for listening oh and share the show. Maybe and, not this one, and, but another one. And once again, let me apologize. <laughs> You're pseudo forgiven. Okay. I might let you kiss me later. <laughs> anyway, I haven't let you kiss me. Barely. Oh, yeah, you did. Really? Well, by stuff that. So here's that thing, though, <laughs> is that because of this, your obsession with death. Um, even when you're mad at me, yes. if I'm leaving, oh, that's true. You do let me kiss you goodbye. Yeah, because I don't want to be. You there. don't want that. Actually, I... it's really funny that you say that <laughs> because I was, I, w- I had to go to the bathroom. I pee. I was going, getting up to go pee, and you went downstairs or something, and I, I was, li- I was literally sitting down, urinating, going, "Well, we definitely have to have sex before he leaves for his trip next week oh. because." Uh, if we leave on the last thing that we did was fight and he dies, how am I going to explain this yeah. to myself for the rest of my life? Yeah, we can't have that. So. There you go. You're getting late tonight. Sweet. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm going to let the bi- past be the past. Past be the past. Um, so you put, you, you actually put a window on yourself of how long you would allow yourself to be mad at me. Like, I know you could have gone longer i might secretly still be angry with you but i'm just i'm letting it go i'm letting it go you're not good at secret anger well i'm trying i'm making efforts i'm making efforts appreciate that finally before we say goodbye i just want to highly recommend the netflix show Uh, glow yes we binge watched the entire season yesterday because they're only 30 minute episodes and i think there's 10 so we spent a long time watching glow yep Thank you for watching it with me because was, you never watch anything with no, me. I it didn't, was great. I didn't catch the. I think you had watched one and a half or something two. like that before I got. I saw in, the first but, two but, episodes. I only had to tell you one plot the, point and that, everything else. Yeah, was... the acting was really good and it's a really interesting storyline. I mean, it was, most of the acting was good, not all of it. But. I had an epiphany when we were getting ready. I was getting ready to talk about this on the show to endorse this show, mm-hmm. Glow, with Allison Brie, who I think is just one of the best actresses right now. She, yeah. she's just on fire. She's so funny. I just yeah. think she's so funny and really, really good. Uh, and she was in Mad Men, mm-hmm. and she was uh, Campbell's wife, Trudy. Anyway, there's another Mad Men, actually a couple of Mad Men actors in this show, oh, interestingly. Didn't, I didn't watch Mad Men. No, I know. Much, so. I know. God, you're just, I don't know what to Which say is, about well, that. Well, it's just. Th- Whatever. Anyway, what was my, oh, Mark Maron. Okay, so I'm watching this, so I'm reflecting on it this morning, going, man, that was a really great series. I'm so glad that I watched it from beginning to end. And I realized I under, I know why I like it, and I was under, why I was feeling some kind of familiarity to the whole setup. It's basically the Bad News Bears. That's essentially what the premise is. It's the same uh, template mm-hmm. of the Bad News Bears. Mm-hmm. Mark Marin yeah. is the grumpy coach. Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau, mm-hmm. and he acts a lot like him. If you think well, about it, I told you while we were watching it, Mark Marin was not acting. No, he's not. And he's, he actually... That's him. He actually admits that yeah, a lot of the time. That's, that's his, that's that's his thing. He, yeah, but my, that was not a stretch for him. No, not at all. Yeah. But Mark Maron is the coach. And then all of these 
fit misfits yeah. are the team. And then somehow at the end of it all, they pull it together. Gorgeous it's, ladies of wrestling. It is so good. How much of it was, I mean, I know it was based on an actual thing. Yes, Glow is. is an actual thing, actual TV show. It, it exists, still, still exists, exists, I yes. believe. Yes. I just don't know how true, like historically true the characters were. If they, it was just I don't know on. if the individual women, they're existing. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. There is a Liberty. There is a Zoya. But it, Zoya I, the Destroyer? Yes, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it was based on those ladies or if they just pulled from reality. Sure. To like, like, did those stories happen fiction. or did they just, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. And I won't give away any of the Who plot. was your favorite? Oh, well, I liked... like. Like, not from an acting quality standpoint, but from a character standpoint. Well, I like I liked Ruth, the yeah. main character, but I also liked the rich, spoiled girl, and I don't know her name. Liberty Bell. Not Liberty Bell. The other oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The one yeah. that actually reminded um, me of my... Uh, Melrose. S- Melrose, Melrose reminded me of my sister. So <laughs> I love that. I love Melrose reminded me of Stephanie. Of course. Back in the 80s and yeah. 90s. So anyway, so highly recommended. Please think about checking it out. It's super good. And it's very 80s. The music's great. Yeah. Everything. Lots of sex, you guys. Lots of boobs. You'll love it. A lot of coke. A <laughs> lot of partying. A lot of douchebag 80s dudes. Yeah. All that is there. It's yeah. super great. So glitter, that's it. Glitter unibrows. Glitter unibrows. <laughs> God. All kinds of stuff. Super wrestling. High anyway. top white Reeboks ladies. Yeah. Lots yeah. of hairspray. Awesome. Yeah, no, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Watch it. Wish it, want it, do, do it. it. All right. All right. Let's wrap it up. All right. Thanks for listening. Paula will be back next week to tell us about her travails of moving, even though if she could, everything would be paid for so she could just sit somewhere. Throw money at that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. And me, yeah, she's not, she's not a fan of hard labor, so. No. And I've seen her birth babies, and I can tell you that is absolutely true. <laughs> so. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap, but make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.